0: hey everyone uh matt here obviously so i've talked about ether's oath before on the podcast and how we've decided to partner with them so we can actually have a really good group of people just taking care of our merch hey joe hey mckenzie how did ether's oath get started i just kind of wanted to make like my own clothes just at least shirts wise because i have like too many shirts at home so i wanted start being more picky with I wore. but i definitely wanted to t- tap into like a music market for like people who are more rock and metal oriented because i feel there are a ton of clothing lines that kind of go with that and when it comes to designs ether's oath is definitely inspired by gothic on core tarot and especially the metal genre as well looking at ether's oath merch there's a lot of influence in this and with that being said how have your customers received and how have they felt about your product
1: it's, we've had a couple drops so far, and In our initial one, everyone was really drawn to it. We dropped a tarot card of our face of ether Oath, which is Ether herself, and she's our reaper. And people have really, really enjoyed it. We have gotten lots of feedback as far as what people would like to see, um, what type of merch for both men and women, and it's been really, really exciting so far, and a lot of people have been asking more about what we're having for the future and what's coming up.
0: With a big future ahead of you and a lot more plans coming through the pipeline coming into 2020, where could everyone go to get their own Ethers Oath branded merch? If you want to do it online, you can go to ethersoath.com. It's a a-E-T-H-E-R-S-O-A-T-H dot com.
2: We have all of our products up there, from stickers, posters, to shirts.
0: Here, there, girls and gals. We decided to team up with users Oath because they not only care about what they're doing in their products, but they care about the people that they take care of. That's why we love them. That's why we decided to partner with them. So please check out EthersOath.com today. Again, that is A-E-T-H-E-R-S-O-A-T-H dot All right, thank you. Cast. i'm matt i'm caddy and today we are here to remind you to pick on that one horror movie that you've been looking at at netflix but not sure if you should actually watch do it because you're probably gonna like it it's probably gonna be a great movie and if not at least you're doing the service by telling other people to not watch it unless
2: it's eli according to matt
0: yeah eli is always the worst one <laughs> don't don't watch eli like i'm just telling you right now
2: also we would like to welcome
0: our very own special guest crystal from horror nights in podcast thank you crystal for joining on with us
1: hi guys what's up (laughs) i'm happy (laughs) to to be here again
0: really ridiculous introduction (laughs) (laughs) i'm just glad that worked really well
1: Fine. I'm happy to be on again. I'm excited <laughs> to be here again.
0: <laughs> well, we're we're excited to have you on, and it's actually a first for you being on our show too. So like, this is really cool. This is really exciting. We've been a fans of Horror Night 10 from all the way here in Denver for a while now, and we've been really, we've had a really good friendship. Both of our shows has so this is kind of like this super friends mm-hmm. finally starting to meet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's a good. Horror. It, I'm
0: okay with that. It's okay. That was a terrible joke. I could hear the nervous laughter in that one, like, <laughs>
1: eh, yeah, was really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good. Uh, I'm excited. This is gonna be fun. It's always fun when I'm on when we're on each other's shows.
0: I think so too. So I agree. I absolutely agree. I can't actually wait yeah. for us for hopefully you got you call us to come back on yours again here soon. Yeah, I had I a lot of it. fun
2: when we were on there and we're
0: super excited for this. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. before we jump into the main subject of today, though, we are going to want to learn a bit more about Horror Nights In, and we want all the ghouls and gals and creeps and ins to hear what the Horror Nights In podcast is all about. So, how did you get started with your show, Crystal?
1: So, I started my podcast uh, about a year and a half ago. Um, I wanted to talk about horror films with, um, a, you know, a group of enjoyed watching them because on my end, my friends and family appreciate the fact that I love horror, but they don't actually watch the horror themselves. So I'm kind of just wanted to come up with a way. I've been listening to, to pod- specifically uh, horror movie review podcasts for a long time, and I was just like, you know what? I can do this, and I'm going to do it. Uh, so that's how Horror Nights end. in. in so um and i put a new episode out every other monday and it's just, just i love doing it freely about horror films to an audience that also appreciates it's a lot of fun and i'm really happy that i sure
0: beautiful i mean and i honestly think that's the same way we all get into horror right where you're usually that friend or maybe even two friends who Big huge horror aficionados, but your friends tend to not share that same uh, 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 liking.
1: Yeah. Together.
0: So uh, yeah,
1: like, they would. We would go see like my friend, like when Halloween remake came out, but they just didn't really get it. They were just like, "Oh, we'll go with you because you really like horror," and I was like, "Okay." And then then I was, was sort of to the screen the entire time. My friends were kind of just like. Mm-hmm. So I have to thank them for being supportive.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're like, okay, but I really
2: wish someone would talk to me about it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely like finding that there's this whole community of people who love horror just as much as I do and that they like. And um, so it's been a busy journey so far, but it's been a lot of fun.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. like it's been really cool finding everyone like who it loves horror as much as us too because like i remember when me and matt were younger mm-hmm. like back in high school whenever we had movie nights with other friends we'd be like let's watch a horror movie and most of them were like
3: no mm-hmm. so
2: me and matt would stay up mm-hmm. like, a lot later while everyone else went to sleep just so we could watch our horror movie <laughs> but, <Yeah>.
1: that's funny you say that that actually triggered a memory of mine when i was in eighth grade I had a sleepover and I was always the oldest in my grade I was born it was just the world works when you're born but um Mm -hmm. everybody in my class was 12 and so I told my parents that I wanted to rent the poltergeist and and I believe at the time so everybody that we could watch it so I like to be the aficionado. Bring them horror <laughs> ever since I was 13. <laughs> we, we, we
0: definitely know that feeling. We're, we're, we're definitely in that same boat with you where it was just uh, like, like oh, you guys can tell us about all these cool indie movies and whatnot, but when you're ready to talk about horror, we got some shit for you to check out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. And you just can't stop yourself. You just always, like, if you... You're like, oh, yeah, let's talk about it. Like, what do you guys... So... Mm-hmm.
0: absolutely uh, also a big, kind of a, a small apology to our listeners we have audio issues on our end it's just where we're recording it just messes with it every now and then so if the audio drops out it's not something that we can hear and predict in time but hopefully it doesn't so uh, <laughs> that being said uh when people are to what can people expect from a horror night's end episode if you were going to describe to even in a pitch meeting
1: so i actually am not just super excited about. I've had a YouTube channel for, uh, uh, since October. As soon as I hit my one year mark as a podcast, um, I then started a YouTube channel cause I had enough of a following on my podcast and my Twitter. So basically my YouTube is is for, um, anything fun that I want to do related to horror. Um, the last video, um, I did like a whole bunch of episodes for, um, like American horror story. I talk about why modern horror podcast is actually a little bit different. My pod, obviously a horror film, and I like to sort of put a mental issue on there so for example um I did Knives Out review last week and then I kind of delve into the psyche of the family and how uh greed and selfishness all step going on in your mental health with your family so it's evolved definitely from just being a review podcast film and I really delve into the psyche of the main character apart from other podcasts that just because what I do is I like to take the main character and really dive into that brain and figure out like what's causing them to feel this way, to do these things. Um, you could go, you know, any anywhere from Michael Myers to Norman Bates. So that's kind of what I've been more so lately, but then like I said, I more fun stuff because the podcast can get a little bit talking about mental health but overall it's a really cool concept because I'm still sticking to the core which is horror so
0: yeah and I'm actually glad you brought up the YouTube I was going to touch on that after about uh, your podcasting too Uh, you definitely have successfully kind of transferred over to a uh, YouTube platform as well and just seeing how you're growing on there like it's it's really inspiring really motivating and even from like a colleague perspective of it too with how you talk about your horror movies and how Mm -hmm. you adapt it to your youtube as well um it really inspires us for you know us doing video as well on our end because we're just starting to get into (laughs) it to get used to it and like it's more so just a pure admiration that we have for you and what you're doing
3: Mm -hmm.
0: yeah especially with everything that you've done on your youtube it's
1: great Oh, thank you so much. I know, and I'm actually, and this is going to sound very good, Um, TikTok has been a lot of fun, too, because I found the horror community on there, too. So it's sort of like cosplay now that I do, which is so much fun. I just started doing it, like, a week ago. So So much fun, because I found a whole other... Oh my God, it's so, so much fun. It's like cosplay in like a 30 or 15 second video. And because they already have the clips from the movies, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys have seen the ones that I put up. I just, just, I did one last week, Thousand Corpses, of course, because it's my favorite. I thought it was on my Twitter and my Instagram. Um, I was cosplaying as Baby. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's just so much fun. It's so easy because it's an app that already has. It's built in there for you, and it's just so much fun because you can create and you can take on, um, and really just get into it. It's so much fun. I love it. It's so much fun. I've been like I said, but it's a lot of fun.
0: Cool so um, <laughs> hopefully awesome. once we get the uh video side of our podcast working pretty well hopefully we can the next one we can do is uh on screen video things somehow we can figure that out <laughs> yeah. but I, I mean really it's it's That's so cool i think what's really cool about our show having this like positive relationship with your show is that it reminds us and really specifically me yes. Of a lot of these punk bands that were coming from the Fat rec- Fat Records side of California that were coming up at the same time, and all started supporting each other and knew of each other, um, and just seeing you and what you're doing and how supportive not only just us but you are with a lot of other creators too and a lot of other horror creators definitely helps <laughs> create a synergy amongst all of us to to support each other, help each other out, and give ourselves each other you know that little boost. Because fact of the matter is is that. Horror has always been the underdog of the mediums, of every single art medium. Always. And <laughs> always, so, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: united we stand, I guess I could add on.
1: For sure. And we can take over all the platforms, because <laughs> I want to, there's such a stigma with TikTok. No, but everyone's like, oh, girl, girls dancing. And I'm like, no, it's not. Trust me. And, like, I remember when I put it, I tweeted out that I had a TikTok, everyone was like, oh, oh no just wait to see what i create and then i remember i put up the when i was cost and everyone's like this is the best use of tiktok ever and i'm like see guys you gotta trust me
0: (laughs) (laughs) i think it's just because like with uh because tiktok is basically the new vine um what like those, those are the ones that those are the videos that always get the majority of attention is just like uh, some girl or some guy, you know, in whether it's a sexually suggestive thing or not in sexually suggestive thing, uh, um, b- reprising lines to a movie or a music video, those are the ones that get attention. And then sadly, it's when there's actual okay. people who like what you're talking about who love horror and actually love horror movies and are even mm-hmm. reprising their favorite quotes from House of Thousand Corpses. Unfortunately, those don't get the biggest yeah. attention. So, this- I. I will say those ones definitely do need it more. Also a little biased, but still.
2: Yeah. Well, what's funny for me is when TikTok yeah, was yeah. first coming out, and like I was seeing all the ads for it on my Facebook, I was actually seeing more of the creepier side. Like, yeah, it was one of the the songs was like that swing dance one was like, come around now, da da da, da, da. Yeah. But every time I yeah. saw with the video, it was always the really like gothic or super creepy ones, and there was a handsome Jack one, yeah. which funny enough. Is my friend Cheyenne. Oh, really? She did that version, oh. and it's no, all I... over the ads. And I was like, "That's fucking dope." Dope. Um,
0: yeah. yeah. I, I also mm-hmm. think it's like really courageous of you to go on TikTok. I think uh, one thing that I, one thing that one big admiration I have for you, Crystal, is that you have such a comfortable nature when it comes to being on camera. And I, I watch your stuff, and I watch it more than <laughs> once just to, just to see how you get into that mindset. And I think it's so cool that you mm-hmm. just can leave the fact that there's a camera in front of you behind and just be in your own natural element. Do you get nervous at all? I mean, and if so, what are what are some tips you'd be willing to
1: give? Um, no, I don't ever... Mm, I mean, it's my camera in my office, like my... So I kind of... I don't want to say I get nervous. I definitely stumble through my words sometimes, but then I just kind of just go, go back. But for the most part, I'm... i camera um but like I said if it's if there's if there was like somebody standing behind the camera I'd be more nervous but because I'm controlling it I know the, what I want to say how I want to depict it what I do is I honestly self talking to like my for family friends like I, I picture like you guys sitting there and like another friends I have from don't fuck with the original podcast. My um, friend Patrick, who's from... Guys in a room, and what you would want to hear... Talk, and... Uh, there's been times... It'll just, like, run out of memory, and I won't notice, and I'll just keep talking. And, and the best thing for you to do is with your angles how how you look on your on camera um because you're the one who's controlling it so we sit and start over i can't say how many times i've recorded so, and i've been like i don't really like that so i'll just go back and angle change the way i look um but for the most part i'm not imagining myself speaking to like an auditorium of people. I'm just thinking of what I would talk about if I had people, the horror family like, writing for me and you know, just, you just, you can practice too. Um, fortunately for me, I guess when I was younger, I did a lot of acting and I was a part of different plays and stuff. And I always wanted to be the center of attention. <laughs> um, like- so I liked, <laughs> I liked when I was getting airtime, time and I liked when I was getting the attention on me and I liked the way that I looked when I was on camera and I like you know what I'm saying so it's it's more it's and I, I don't have the the most confidence in the world but when I'm on camera you can't really tell that I have a lower confidence than somebody else um you just my thing is when people ask How do you do it I just say you just have to do it like you just have to sit in front of your camera and you have to just say okay I'm going to pretend because most of the time I'm usually not even really looking directly into the camera. I'm kind of just like talking and you just have to do it. Like you can only set up so much. But at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is that you're sitting in front of a camera. You could do it on an iPhone like anybody could do it. As long as you as long as you just have that little bit of push and that creativity, then you can do it. Absolutely
0: yeah yeah Great <laughs> words of wisdom from an absolute badass of a person thank you
1: yeah oh thank you yeah just you just have to do it you just have to make make sure you're just having fun with it you know don't ever overthink it and I know that's hard but for the most part like for anybody that asks me even people who say like oh I want to do a podcast and but I, I don't know what to talk about I'm like you just you just have to do it because once you do it one time then you can do it a million more times it's honestly and if if you do it and you hate it then you don't ever have to do it again cuz it's you're not getting paid and <laughs> you don't have to tell anybody that you tried it
2: <laughs> so <laughs> yeah <laughs> so this is going to be my oh. dirty little secret
1: yeah but for the most part i usually can get things done within a couple takes and then i'm pretty good with that like i'm not super critical of myself either because I'm not looking to impress the entire world. I'm just wanting to share how I feel, and I think that's the best way to go about it. Absolutely. Like I'm not looking for recognition. You know, I don't need. I don't need the entire world to watch my videos. Would it be cool? Yeah. But do I need that? No. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I feel like you words know, of wisdom. <laughs> I, I
3: completely,
1: yeah. I agree completely you can't do well. it. You just, you just gotta do it. Just, just do have it. to if it's something you wanna do, then you just have to do it because there's really there's only so much prep you could do. Like one of my best friends Steve, Steven, I love him to death, but he's been prepping to be on YouTube for like six years, and I'm like, dude,
3: just
2: do it <laughs> like, at that point just come on. You've had plenty of
0: time. Yeah. Seriously. Just, just, just jump in. Are you being serious right? The now? water's only gonna get more cold. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. So I, I like, I always, anybody that I've had people message me on like Twitter and Instagram and tell me that they're going to start a podcast and I'm like, oh, that's good. And then like a couple weeks later, I'll be like, did you start yet? What's your, what's, where are you? What's your iTunes? What's your thing? And they'll be like, oh, I haven't started yet. And I'm like, come on, you got to do it. Cause it's fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, the support so. is definitely there and we've had that as well with people wanting to, that, that have said the same thing to us. And, um, what I usually go to is I tell people, you know, You you go ahead and do it, man, you get it started and when you are ready, let us know and we'll bring you on. Like we'll support you however we can. Um the unfortunate side of that. Yeah, it's just the uh, the unfortunate side is that they actually have to do it. They have to get past that nervousness. And, like, in no way am I not trying to sound sympathetic, because I get it. It's a it's a huge anxiety to get past knowing that you're going to have X amount of strangers listening to you, and you don't know how that's going to go. But um, mm-hmm. at some point, you just got to really say, fuck it. If I fail, at least I tried at it, but I'm yeah. just tired of waiting on it. You know, you got to get so mad at yourself that you make yourself do it.
1: Mm, No, that's so true. And it's like, you don't know if you're going to fail. And that's how I feel. That's why I'm trying to like branch out on all these different platforms and like, just go see many places and people I can hit on how in a short amount of time, see, you know what I mean? Like, um, and the, the reaction that I've gotten has been uh, more than I could have anticipated, especially with TikTok, because I just started it like two weeks ago. And the following and, a, and the likes and the comments and things, it's just like you really have to jump on things when they're in everybody's mind. I mean, there's 500 million users on TikTok. Like, why would you not want to use that to your advantage? Especially because it's fun.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And I also think it takes us like a lot of like courage to get past the anxiety of like people going to say mean things to you about it. Whatever. And
1: people have yeah. really yeah. shitty things to say. And somebody actually, that's funny that you mentioned that. Somebody asked me about that the other day. They were like, how do you deal with people that like leave negative comments on your YouTube and your Instagram? Cause I, I get them. People have said pretty not nice things to me and I kind of just, um, <laughs> sounds really shitty, but like, I'll go to their page and I'll see that they have, like, three followers and, like, a really shitty rapport and, like, two pictures. And I'm like, well, you're not adding anything to this space, so I'm not going to give you my time or my attention. And then I'll let it go for, like, 24 hours. And the next day I'll, like, like their comment and then I keep it moving because I'm not going to – and you just can't let those, that negativity get to you because it's just not worth it. As long as you like the, the content that you put out then that's really the, all that matters. You can't really, you can't really let the negative stuff get to you. So that's my advice too. <laughs> uh,
0: you know, and I will say just kind of like to touch on what you're talking about too. Um, when it comes to like punk rock, um, the, the general idea behind it and just the music in general is, um, is the whole idea of not really giving a shit and just doing it anyways? So because like, mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is, is that um, you know you're like there's always going to be like we'll use your example. You had some dude or some girl or whoever um, comment on the news mm-hmm. and say something like you suck and find out this person hmm. isn't really doing anything for themselves, you got to keep in mind that these people that are saying these mean things aren't probably really doing anything to benefit themselves. And they're taking it out on everyone around them. And if somebody's going through their effort to just attack a complete stranger and say you're, you're trash or whatever hateful thing you want to imagine, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That, that's someone that you you gotta not care that they don't listen to you anyways. You yeah. know? Like right? are
2: just a bunch of fucking lampreys. Hashtag no
1: yeah. lampreys, hashtag
0: tomb <laughs> of Nick Cage. We just did interview. <laughs> Thus is the reference.
2: Yeah. It was an interview we just did.
1: <laughs> um but yeah with, no I totally agree
0: with that being said uh you know ghouls gals creates and to like please check out Fortnite it's in on youtube and also on any podcasting platform wherever you I'm know, literally
1: podcast. everywhere yeah, uh, you <laughs> I'm on everything
0: <laughs> yeah check out check out her tiktok check out crystal on instagram uh she's, uh, she's so cool uh she's she's like the, the friend from school that we've had forever but lives in an entirely different state <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yep
3: So with that being said, we're
0: going to jump into today's (laughs) subject. And we also have a listener participation corner as well. So today we are talking about not just the history, but the difference between supernatural and paranormal horror. These two are often considered to be the same thing. But if you talk to a certain amount of people, they will disagree with you and tell you they are vastly different. So today we are hoping to finally point out where the lines are and where it's at. But... First jumping into it, let's jump to our super participation corner. So we asked all you ghouls, gals, creeps, and mutants, what is the difference between paranormal and supernatural? Or do you feel that they're same? And we want to know what you think. So starting it off over on our Twitter is uh, the very humorous and very funny and really sweet Antoinette and Fox at Antoinette Fox and Y. She said, Supernature, oh, God, super, She's fun. Sorry. Natural. <laughs> yeah, no, she really is. I enjoy her. But she did end up falling with an actual comment saying, Supernatural seems Earthbound Crypto, UFOs, psychic abilities, things science can somehow explain sooner or later. Paranormal seems less earthbound, more ghostly, religious, i.e. demons, vampires, etc. Just my idiot opinion. It ain't gospel, lol. And I will say, Antoinette, it is not an idiot opinion. It's a very, very good opinion. So it's a smart opinion. Um, from Amy Cota at TV Fanatic Girl at TV Fanatic Girl. Interesting discussion. I feel like supernatural covers a wide range of elements. It could be supernatural forces at work or some kind of supernatural being, but it doesn't necessarily fit into one specific category. A paranormal seems to focus more on ghosts, spirits, slash even hauntings. And then going on to Mary Elizabeth Rowe at Mary Rowe, 1974. Supernatural always makes me think of evil, scary stuff, like demons or the devil, and paranormal makes me think of more of ghosts. Haunted houses, people with psychic abilities, that sort of thing. Which is really good, and actually, uh, if you go onto the Twitter right now, we actually I actually had a really good conversation with her about it, kind of talking more about it. One thing that I thought was really cool is that she actually, because I asked her what movies would come to mind when talking about this, and... One that I knew that people were going to talk about was hereditary, but the one that I was really surprised and really happy that she pointed out was Rosemary's Baby. Like that one, no one ever brings up, and mm-hmm. the fact that she did, uh, like, just made me so happy because she made it the example of a sense of poltergeist or paranormal for that one. And so, bravo! Like, right on. Um, going more forward from Mila at Mila nine forty four. I guess supernatural would be something we will never understand or comprehend, i.e. fairies, devils, gods, etc. And paranormal would be like ghosts and stuff like that. And then ending on Winfield, Winfield, at Winfield, Winfee, one. The two words basically have the same definition. Supernatural encompasses everything science can't explain, but paranormal is attributed to pulp culture. Paranormal is a marketing word. And I really wanted to include this one, too, because this is, this is a really interesting opinion. Like, I didn't really expect this one kind of being used for the subject. So I, I wanted to mention this as well. So thank you to everyone that commented on our Twitter, but over on our Facebook.
2: Uh, we only had one. It was from our buddy James, and he said, I think supernatural horror involves things like werewolves, vampires, monsters, etc., whereas paranormal horror involves ghosts and demons.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, overall, the general consensus tends to be, you know, one it tends to be things that we can explain on a more earthly type of basis, where the one seems to be more of an otherworldly basis, where we're also looking at the one where it's just like they're the same thing as well, and that paranormal is a marketing word, and that's really interesting. So, Cody, let us know about the history. Let us know what it is. Let's talk about this. Unless, Crystal, do you have any uh, uh, inputs?
1: Um, so I actually saw the comments that people were saying on Twitter, and I totally agree with you with the whole, like, hereditary thing. I didn't even think about any of that. I was thinking more of, like, actual paranormal, like, paranormal activity and, like, the conjuring, but I have to agree with what a lot of people were saying. Um, paranormal is, like, something we can eventually, like, explain, like, a ghost or something, or, like, spiritual healing, but super natural I think is more something you can't explain. Like you can't really ever explain a guardian angel. You can't ever explain like our souls. And I found that really interesting because, um, and I was actually talking to my sister about this and I said, I feel like paranormal is more like demon and supernatural is more like angel. But I don't know if that's just because of the stigma that's been for so long. But the thing is like, you can't ever really explain a demon or an angel. So I have to agree that there is some similarities between the two, but paranormal will be explained to a scientific level and supernatural is something that it just defies all the laws of science. Um, And I find that so interesting and the topic just so interesting too, um, because you got like, I feel like when people talk about paranormal, it's like scary stuff. And then people talk about supernatural, it's more like, aliens which can also be scary but like more like angels and um something that you can never truly explain which i guess you could say the same thing for ghosts but there's still just such a difference between the two like eventually i feel like maybe not in our lifetime but eventually we will understand what a ghost is um you know you can capture A ghost on a recording but you can't ever really capture like a soul and I found that was was explained it to me too because I didn't even really think about the differences either um, until I started you know looking things up and researching things Um, so I have to agree with what everybody was saying too and it really made me think about it and be like okay like what's the difference between those two because I feel like on some level they're kind of exactly the same but they're so different so I agree with what everyone was saying.
0: (laughs) Right on. All right, Cody, we'll take it away.
2: So I don't know if it caught up on the the recording, but I was doing a small little golf clap for you because that's actually exactly what it is. So uh, the terms paranormal and supernatural are often tossed around to mean the same thing, something we don't understand. They're actually two separate terms. Paranormal refers to, something, refers to something that's not understood by current scientific knowledge, but there's potential that something paranormal will someday be explained scientifically, and there's a likelihood there's a good natural explanation for it. While supernatural refers to a phenomenon that is beyond our capability to understand now and simply forever because it just doesn't operate under our rules. So, like the straight-up definition for supernatural is attributed to some force beyond scientific understanding or the laws of nature. And the paranormal definition is denoting events or phenomena such as telekinesis or clairvoyance that are beyond the scope of normal scientific understanding. So... Yeah, basically. Uh, but the thing is, like, angels and demons are actually more considered, I believe, paranormal from what I found because you can. They're. They're. They're supernatural uses. Okay, so basically, what I learned: supernatural is gods, deities, things we'll never understand ever, but everything they can do is like paranormal so they can use paranormal effects like ghosts, hauntings, curses.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: So... Going on uh, from just going over all the definitions and uh, everything. Time for... For? Our surprise. For... Yeah. A Our, surprise. Surprise. Our surprise. So the surprise is we are going to, throughout the entire episode, play a little game called Supernatural or Paranormal. Da,
0: da, 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 the prize you win so... is to keep your soul. The fun <laughs> is that you're banished to the abyss forever.
2: <laughs> so, I'm going to just spat out a small little quick story and it's going to encompass something that's either supernatural or paranormal and you two have to guess whether it's supernatural or paranormal okay okay
1: all right sound good
2: all right right. so question number one you're walking through the forest in the great rockies you're hiking okay and as you're walking through you hear a little rustling behind the trees (laughs) you're like of course you know we're curious because we watch horror movies, so we're going to obviously go see what the sound is. Okay. <laughs> and so, as you okay, go. Okay, sure. <laughs> and so, while you're you're investigating the sound, and off in the distance, you see a giant, hairy. Creature walking through that really And you're still and wanting stops. to walk
0: towards it Exactly and, you look, and so
2: just because and You like get quick glimpse And you walk even closer and you notice okay. that It's Bigfoot walking through the
0: Rockies Okay Supernatural paranormal Supernatural Crystal
1: Um it would be Paranormal because Eventually maybe he could be Real and that would be um something that you can explain.
2: <laughs> and Crystal is correct. Uh, going yeah. <laughs> correct. Cryptids are <laughs> actually paranormal because there is the chance that they will be able to be proven true. So mm. Loch Ness Monster, Yetis, Bigfoot, Chupacabra even Okay, while those are myths. There's a chance that they could be proven true, so they are paranormal.
0: I said Supernatural I also feel bad for Bigfoot. I, a lot <laughs> I just want him to know that I think he's a super nature guy. <laughs> As Antoinette Zaloli <laughs> pointed yeah. out. Yeah.
2: Oh, I actually made a note. I wanted to tell Antoinette Fox that she was correct, except she switched the meanings. So she had it word for word the actual definitions of supernatural and paranormal oh, but she said the supernatural definition was actually paranormal definition oh, or so I was snap.
1: like Go ahead. oh okay yeah. so
0: a 95 is still passing grade <laughs> <laughs> Because like, you're in the ballpark, so I'll give you a a seat. (laughs) The work is there. It's a little askew, that's all. (laughs) One of those uh, teachers I talked to like that. (laughs) I like your effort. You did really good. (laughs) So,
2: (laughs) the history of Supernatural and Paranormal is actually really, really cool to look up because I found out that Supernatural actually has been around a lot longer um, the idea, the uh, the belief, is that supernatural has actually been around since humans have been alive because we yeah. use supernatural entities to explain existence. As he, you know, God created us, and yeah. there's no explanation, you know, well, why we're
0: around. I hope I'm that. not like skipping too far ahead by accident, but I would even say like, yeah, it's really prevalent in religious texts too. Oh yeah, no, because no, no, no. I'm glad you brought up God in this instance. With because uh, if you if we read the Bible, a lot of that material in there could be very, very easily seen as supernatural. I mean, you know, Jesus yeah. turning water into wine, for probably the most known example, but so on and so forth. Mm-hmm.
2: But, yeah, and so the... Oh, where, shit. <laughs> I lost my spot when you joined. Uh, I just bring up religion, didn't I? <laughs> no, I mean, I was just <laughs> mostly just talking using um i used religion as it because supernatural basically occur, uh, talks about deities and everything so right. um just coming back the word supernatural occurring as both an adjective and a noun descendants of the modern english compound supernatural enter the language from two sources via middle uh middle french supernatural and I don't know if that's actually how you're supposed to pronounce it in French, okay. <laughs> directly from the Middle French's term's ancestor, post-classical Latin supernaturalis. Post-classical Latin supernaturalis first occurs in the 6th century, composed of the Latin prefix super and naturalis. Supernaturalis
0: um, sounds like a shampoo. Line. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Your head's <husband, laughs> be supernaturalis. Oh, my God.
3: I <naturalis>.
0: And it's, it's just, just going like to be a gift a girl... of the gods. Yeah, yeah and it's just like a girl in like a shower. Like that commercial. It's just like, you're worth it. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. um... <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, and so the earliest known appearance of the word in the English language occurs in Middle English translation of Catherine of Siena's Dialogue. So yeah, Supernatural, the term for it has been around since the 6th century. So for fucking ever while paranormal has existed in the english language language since at least 1920 so it's actually an extremely new term yeah um the word consists of two parts para and normal uh the definition implies that the scientific explanation of the word around us is normal and anything that is above beyond or contrary to that is para so some like real life examples of that would be the migration of birds So before, you know, scientists decided they want to go, why are birds flying north or is it south in the winter and north in the summer? You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, So so. they thought I'm not the biggest aviation expert. (laughs) (laughs) No,
2: but like (laughs) because originally they were like uh, they thought it was some supernatural entity. You know, they couldn't explain the birds going to and fro and everything. So back then, that was supernatural to them. And then when science came around and we, we found out that, oh, the birds actually, you know, it's a natural thing, it was considered more paranormal. And that's kind of like where the term was starting to be more renowned. Huh. Yeah,
1: no Interesting. Shit. So the horror community basically, yeah, the horror community basically came in and was just like, we're going to, bird and make it demonic i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically
0: this is ours now so they're and, like and, we and, own it, this now <laughs> i would actually you i had to so i had to double check really quick because you're saying mm-hmm. it was 1920 so yeah the term is now considering this year now a century year old told you so like yeah, that's like right on the marker too. I, I don't know not know what fucking believes Cody's doing his research. No, I believe you. I was just like, I was just in my head. I was just like, that makes a century, right? That's a century, <laughs> decade means ten. Century means a hundred, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, I, 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 I am so grateful that people consider us credible. <laughs> <laughs> <God. Starkid. laughs> It's a century Anyway, sorry. I, this has nothing to do with the subject at all. Please, let's talk <laughs> about paranormal and supernatural. This is a, this welcome to the Rock Horror Math Podcast. So Kristen, we're gonna throw a fraction your way. And I want you to tell me what the answer is. No.
3: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh.
2: Okay. Uh. <laughs> I think I'm good. You good? I think. Alright. All right. <laughs> Anyways, so coming off of our math segment, let's go for question number two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My bad.
2: So question number two today of our su- uh
0: Oh, no worries, man.
2: Yeah. Oh, man. Cool. Good thing we can edit. <laughs>
0: no worries. I got this. Keep going.
2: Alright. So Crystal, can you hear the
1: question? I can hear it a little bit. It's just breaking up.
0: Don't okay. worry. I'll just type it to you oh, yeah. in case. Okay. So,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. If you type the question, yeah. Thank okay. you.
0: So the
2: question, I'll just tell you the question now. This question is going to be, just, is, all right. So, story. You get, Once again, you're walking through the beautiful Rocky Mountains. The reason why I'm saying the Rocky Mountains so much is because we live in Colorado, and all our stories are going to take place in the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're walking through the beautiful walk, Rocky Mountains, and it was a br- bright, blue sky, sunshiny day. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, in the distance, you hear a crackle. <coughs> and you look, and like, what? "Why? It's sunshine, and the skies are blue. Why am I hearing thunder?" And so it starts coming closer. <coughs> and you look up, and just one gray cloud is approaching you. And you, and so you're just wondering. You're like, "Okay, you know what? I'm going to take some cover." And so you find a small cave. And so you're going to take cover in the cave for a bit. Maybe the storm will pass. But as the storm is passing in front of you, you see a small man in a blue robe. You're like, get the fuck out. Gandalf (laughs) lives over in the Rocky Mountains. And as you all know, Gandalf is a wizard, and he doesn't wear blue, and I couldn't remember Merlin for some reason. It's Merlin. It's not Gandalf. Merlin's walking through, summoning a storm. So... Is Merlin supernatural or paranormal?
1: Um I would say that Merlin is mm, he's probably he's probably supernatural. Um because I don't think you can really ever explain that. I feel
0: like this is a trick one. Cause because we know Merlin <laughs> is a character. But the things he did can also be explained. So, take a shot in the dark here. I'm going to say paranormal. Merlin is supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!
3: Crystal it's
0: got it right again. Two for two. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> so the reason if why... I lose one more, that means Crystal's the new host
3: on the
2: show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go start an entirely
0: new podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so. Reason why is because magic is actually considered supernatural, while magic and magic users are, cause magic and magic users are actually not explainable by science. Yeah. There, uh, the effects afterwards can be explained by science. Hence, why the the spells can be considered paranormal because there's runes, there's A and B to C. of yeah. Like how it goes.
0: Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. so, like, so, see, that's why I thought okay. it was, like, a trick question, though, because, like, wasn't wizardry and all that stuff supposed to be, like, things that were drawing on forces of nature? Like, I know that's, like, witchcraft, but wasn't some wizardry about that, too? So, when, do you see what I'm saying? So, witchcraft is actually supernatural. <laughs> I should just stop talking.
2: Okay, so, in, so, like, miracles <laughs> are they? <laughs> so like i know that's what that's the thing is like people you think supernatural apparently you always think these things are the same but they're not so witchcraft you know you kind of think would have been paranormal things but there's paranormal elements from a supernatural
3: Mm.
2: place so like again so i Uh, a haunted house yeah so uh, the best example a haunted house a haunted house is supernatural because you, you don't, it can't explain why they're there. But all the ghosts are paranormal because you explain, right? You can kind of, you know, scientifically explain ghosts okay. in the future. Like, there's a there's a potential we can actually scientifically explain Correct. ghosts, yeah, but you yeah. can't explain why the house is cursed,
0: you know. And to be fair, our own uh, paranormal princess, Erin, she actually on her podcast oh, on here as well, with mm-hmm. her paranormal investigations, has really pointed out the fact that you have to be very critical when investigating these type of happenings and deciding mm-hmm. it. And it's kind of like what you said, Crystal, early in the earlier in the episode, about not really being able to capture like a spirit or a soul and you know, on camera and mm-hmm. people um,'ll we'll often view, and even Aaron touched on this, view the, like those little orbs as like souls, when matter of fact, more often than not they tend to be like little particles of dust or what have you. So uh, it's really interesting to see how this all ties in.
2: yeah. and Crystal, your comment about the a soul is supernatural, yet a ghost is paranormal is actually correct because there's no way to explain a soul because yeah. explain
0: a ghost. Mm. So, yeah. Um, yeah, because, I, I mean, if you if we look yeah, at it, yeah. though, and really, really look at it, in traditional media, we can give faces to ghosts, whether it's mm-hmm. the typical, you know, sheeted ghost with black eyes and whatnot, or even something to more terrifying effect with, like, um, you know, the ghost from Christmas past, or what have you, you know, like, the, we're already putting images to it, and so that's kind of, in a way... Explaining it from a more fantastical sense, but we're still explaining. It. Whereas a soul, we haven't really. I mean, the, like the, probably the most notable thing was like Mufasa talking from the clouds. So mm-hmm. uh, if that's what souls look like, then uh, fucking everybody's going insane on a hill talking to the clouds. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Just when you brought up Erin, I'm like, I'm
2: imagining she's gonna like comment on this. Cody, you're full <laughs> of fucking shit. <laughs> You were wrong this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyways, going on. Um, going on. So, of course, because we like to talk about horror movies, all um, three of us.
0: Um, no I wanted to do... Remember, the... this is the math podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: I actually wanted to look and see what is... what Or what was the very first movie to include Supernatural and Paranormal. And I know we kind of... We talked about it on the Paranormal... Are in our paranormal episode um, way 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 back when but I can't remember I couldn't find my notes from the episode uh, but so the earliest movie to have any kind of supernatural or paranormal elements is uh, was released in uh, February 4th 1923 it's called the Bishop of the Ozarks. Um, it was called, and the synopsis is a mad doctor uses his powers of telepathy to control a beautiful young girl. Um, but the film is presumed lost, so there's really no way to watch it. (laughs) Presumably. Presumably. (laughs) So yeah, and then the first ghost movie, uh, the... Hold on, sorry. It's the first movie to have some supernatural-based works. Uh, the movie's called Les Manoirs du Diable. Uh, it's the best known of these early supernatural-based works is the three-minute short film Les Manoirs du Diable, 1896, known in English as both The Haunted Castle or The House of the Devil. The film, sometimes credited as being huh? the first ever horror film. Damn. Wow, mm-hmm. I did not know that. Mm
1: hmm. I've the heard French, of. A... Man. Head of the game. The second one. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the
0: French have been that's the head cool. of the game. Cool. I figured it years. was. <laughs> you, you figured it was what? Sorry, I it on, on our end.
1: Um, I didn't know that. I, I heard the first film, but I, I've never heard of the second film. That's in. Oh. Uh, the
0: house. Cool. Of the I didn't devil. know. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. Okay, that's, yeah. That's yeah, just yeah, its yeah. own yeah. name. So okay, it's, it's still okay, the same okay. Movie. Yeah, it has two different names The Haunted Castle or The House of the Devil. But yeah, so that's considered okay. the very first horror film and also the first supernatural based horror film.
0: I also think it's really interesting whenever it's like a supernatural or even sometimes even paranormal movie, like they always associate it with something demonic or devilish. Mm hmm. You know, it's, always. It, always,
3: always. Mm
0: hmm. Like it's like. And not like... Like, I get it. Like, it's horror. Like, obviously has to be something that frightens people. And I get, like, Satanic so Panic, all that stuff. That, you know, the devil scares the shit out of people. Mm-hmm. But if, like, you think about it, man. Like, if you get attached to something where it's, like, even Lovecraftian, like those tales that Lovecraft uh, made were also far more terrifying than a lot more, a lot of the stuff that you read in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And so it's just really interesting that like, that's where everybody pulls from. Like not even any other cultures really just more like the Christian and Catholic view of God. Oh
1: yeah. because demons are scary. Demons are probably this, like I've, I've talked to a lot of different people who are not, um, big into horror and they say, uh, um, or watch a film, a scary film. It can't be something with anything demonic because it just scares them so much. And I'm like, no, I totally get that. Those are the scariest ones because it's real.
3: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I I think that also the reason why, especially with supernatural, why we use in film, especially why we use like you know demons, angels, and God, the devil, and deities, is because our culture, just like our the American culture in general, is so wrapped up in Christianity that that's the easiest go to mm-hmm. thing because you know God's deities, angels, demons—they're all supernatural. And what's the easiest? What's mm-hmm. the easiest way to scare a country that's based off of Christianity? You go to
1: hell, <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> you know. Right, like, so, yeah.
0: <laughs> like the whole idea of like you do anything from
1: wrong hell, now. yeah, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if you do, if you steal the one gumball. And, and don't don't you know say sorry or anything. You're gonna have your skin ripped from your flesh, <laughs> yeah. or, I, get, I mean your flesh ripped from your bones. Yeah. I mean you're gonna have your skin ripped from your skin, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes no sense.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. Um, no, I
1: totally agree. No, that make, that makes a lot of sense. Why it is so scary? I mean, for me at least, I know that one of the scariest films I've ever seen was The Exorcism of Emily Rose that movie completely terrified me
2: i, I like that movie yeah that's our i thing. really like that movie that
1: film, <laughs> me too actually somebody the other day told me i look like jennifer Carr. really see
0: it. <laughs> i can see it um all i <laughs> can say cool. is whatever you do don't become a reporter and especially if you become a reporter don't go to a house that all of a sudden like it has a ton of like you know, people going into it, it might be slightly quarantined. You know, I bet. I'm just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully if you have a yeah, serial that... he's got a serial killer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a film, whew, that film scared me for so long. So, I get it. I totally get it.
2: Yeah. Oh, no, that scene where she's, like, bending back and speaking in tongue. And say, that yeah. scared the shit out of me. Because I Ugh. saw that movie first when I was uh, in the drive-thru. Or the drive in, not the drive through, but I saw (laughs) it at the drive in. And so I'm just sitting there. And there's, of course, you know, people having sex in a car like three rows back. But it's an old car. It goes with horror, though. Yeah. So there's a horror film. Her back is breaking as she's reaching back and speaking tongue. And then all of a sudden I just hear
3: "Eh, eh, eh," behind me.
2: (laughs) So I'm like,
3: oh my God,
1: it's here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I can (laughs) hear the
1: bones right (laughs) now. Oh god. She's, she's she said that.
0: Yeah. She so close. It's coming for me. <laughs> I
1: gotta get out of here. <laughs>
0: Although, uh, Horror Drive Through, that'd be interesting. Like, McDonald's picked that up or something. Like, while you wait for your quarterback, please enjoy the movie Quarantine. <laughs> 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 guess where our hamburgers are coming from tonight <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay do we have another yeah. question yep
2: we have one last question one last question for the night third and final question crystal are you ready and can you hear me i'm ready cool i'm good <laughs> I'm making sure you can hear all right so yeah once again you're walking through the rocky mountains the beautiful rocky mountains it's nice Good day, and then you just hear something in the distance. You just hear, like, huh? Alright, it's just the wind, whatever. But, so you keep continuing on, and then all of a sudden you just hear a faint voice in the back.
3: And you're like
2: what's oh, what was that? You know, it's probably just an echo. I mean, the Rocky Mountains,
0: it echoes. Whatever. We're positive it's not people having sex in a car three rows down, right?
2: Pretty positive. <laughs> <God. laughs> We're in the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> Just want to make sure. So as you continue on the trail, in a very haunting voice, you hear behind you Return the slab or suffer my curse. Curse cow, they dog lovers. Um, and you're like, what the fuck? And you turn around and you see a mummy. And he's just screaming at you, return the slab or suffer my curse. And you're like, I don't have a fucking slab. I'm in the Rocky Mountains. (laughs) (laughs) And then a swarm of locusts come at you. And you start freaking out. And you hear again, return the slab or suffer my curse. And once again, you yell, I don't have your fucking slab. And then all of a sudden you hear the thunder raining. And, <laughs> and then a flash flood comes down. Supernatural paranormal. for God, this one's hard. Pa-
0: exactly. I, w- I was really expecting you just to reply with Eustace Bag and just be like, We ain't buying any. <laughs> I wanted not do that. Why are you selling? I ain't
2: got none.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we don't want <laughs> Okay. Um, oh,
1: this is hard. You go really? first. I don't want to go first.
2: <laughs> I, okay. To be specific. Okay. What's supernatural?
0: What's paranormal? Oh, okay. Paranormal. Well. All right. Paranormal. I'm going to say paranormal. I'm going to say paranormal. I'm going to stick with it.
1: Um. God. It's like, a, it's like a mix of both, I feel. Right? Because the curse is supernatural. But the mummy is paranormal. Right? Because. You can See, prove I think, the mummies are
0: real. around, I think the curse is paranormal, but uh, the the mummy is more supernatural.
1: Okay, what's the answer? I want to know.
0: <laughs> okay, so Matt got it right,
2: actually. Oh my Da-da-dum. god! I've redeemed myself. <laughs> so the mummy is supernatural <laughs> because resurrection cannot be explained.
1: Oh.
2: Okay. Flash floods okay. and locusts can scientifically be explained. I knew it. So they're paranormal. <sighs>
0: well, Tsuba so I'm still the host of this yeah. podcast.
2: That's why I wanted to do that one for the last one because I was like, okay, I know I kind of like mixed the Merlin, Merlin using you know summoning rain and whatnot, but I was like, okay, the last one has to be yeah. show the fact that supernatural entities can use paranormal means because that's like the biggest thing so and why people get mixed up yeah. so much. Is because supernatural entities, i.e. mummies, because they're resurrected, can use paranormal things. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah.
1: Okay, that's okay. That's really cool. No, I liked that. That was awesome. So. Yeah.
0: Thank you. <laughs> yeah, awesome. really. Uh, I like that. I, I, I like the whole. That's question awesome. That's, that's pretty fun. Yeah, I kind of like. Yeah. This no, that
3: was really.
2: Cool. Well, thank you. I'm glad yeah. you guys enjoyed the questions. I did. <laughs> it's
0: tough. rocks, Crystal. You're still gonna have to be the host on your show. <laughs> I saved
1: myself. Oh damn. <laughs> that's right. I think I'll be all right. <laughs>
0: What's that supposed to mean?
1: <laughs> I think I can. Ha- I can. I can handle it. I'll be all right.
0: <laughs> what, you think you're better than us
2: or something? <laughs> so, coming oh. a close from everything supernatural has been around a lot lot longer than paranormal has paranormal is credited for only right. being around for a century uh supernatural is being considered being around since at least the sixth century but more likely since humans have been alive and could tell stories you know like the egyptians with the hieroglyphs talking about anubis and all of their gods and like are the first thing of are the first uh proof of man and you know all the cave drawings and whenever they would show, like, a god of the th- the sun or whatever, like, they would use supernatural entities to explain just modern-day life. And then paranormal entities came out just to explain, like, bird migration and stuff that we could end up actually
0: proving. So, yeah.
1: Okay. That's, that's awesome. That's really cool.
0: So, to start, so start wrapping it up, Cody, you... To end the argument, what is the difference between supernatural horror and paranormal horror?
2: So, supernatural horror will be would be dealing with something that could not be explained by scientific means, i.e. any movie that has to deal with the devil, god, or some kind of deity, just for, as an easier explanation, and then paranormal is anything that could has scientific thought and, prove, and can scientifically prove it. So, things like Paranormal activity and go- most ghost movies are are cons- would be more paranormal because you can kind of prove that there's something.
0: All right, mm. right on, mm-hmm. nice, Crystal. What about you? Do you? What is your input? Do you have anything else you'd like to add in?
1: I don't think so. I'm definitely not. Um, I'm interested to see. Uh, to ch- people about it uh because i think it raises such a good um i don't the argument sharing of what other people think about it too because before you topic i never really thought about it um i'm supernatural is the 14 season long show (laughs) um so i i really like the topic a lot i think it was really interesting didn't really understand it um and i really liked all like how each thing is and how so that mummy thing like it was resurrection that's so, like that's so cool like i don't i'm gonna be like i'm gonna ask them the question and be like is it supernatural or is it paranormal <laughs> i'm definitely gonna use that for sure Dude. and then i'm gonna explain to them how because i just think it's so yeah.
2: yeah <laughs> like, that's super exciting. I do it. Do it. I want do to. It. So, I like, because I was totally thinking about using the, the questions more. Also, just randomly throwing in yeah. the podcast. Like, is it supernatural or paranormal, man? <laughs> is it supernatural or <laughs> is it paranormal? But, no, I'm really glad. That makes me happy that you enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> right on.
3: Oh, absolutely. Well, <laughs> yeah,
2: I was like, so, Happy that I was informative. Yes, you, uh, we're, we're, we're losing
0: your audio just a little bit, uh, Crystal, but with that, I mean it's okay because we're now at the end of this episode, <laughs> and so I think we'll okay. <laughs> take the audio break overall. But before we fully head out, want to give a huge, <laughs> huge thank you to you again, Crystal, for coming on and and blessing us with your graces and hanging out with us and talking about porn oh. with us. Horus ghouls, gals, creeps and mutants Uh, when it comes to horror, when it comes to the horror community. um, There's some great amazing people in there and one of the best people is Crystal. Please check her out. Check out Horror Nights and check it out on YouTube. Everywhere where you can listen to podcasts, you are definitely in for a treat. She is an amazing host. She does a lot of great topics and the way she goes into the movies is really fantastic. She's a friend of the show. We enjoy having her on. We enjoy being part of her show. Uh, Crystal, is there anything else you want to add in?
1: Um, go use TikTok Cause it's fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Words of wisdom. Go use TikTok; It's fun.
1: Yep. You can find me anywhere. Um, I'm on Instagram. Um, YouTube, TikTok, Tumblr, everything is horror nights and podcast. I'm probably if you use an app, I'm probably on it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. We will have those links below in the description. If you're listening on YouTube, in the, uh, that description as well, just pull down and you will see those links. And as always, ghouls, gals, creeps, mutants. You know where to follow us on Facebook, Punk Rock Horror Podcast, or our Twitter at official prhp, or
2: on Instagram, Punk Rock Horror Podcast hashtag prhp podcast.
0: If you like what we're doing, and you like the progression of the show, please let us know. Let us know what you like about it. Let us know what you could do without. And the best way to do that is to go on iTunes and give us a five-star review, or four or three. I'm always going to encourage that five. Let us know what you think, and we might actually just read it here on the show. And if you do like what we're doing and want to help out more, please consider going over to our Patreon, and just for $2 a month, you will get access to our bonus show, The Punk Rock Half Hour of Power, along with a lot of great other rewards. A big, huge thank you again to all of you listeners for supporting us, and And an even bigger thank you to you, Crystal, for, again, hanging out with us and uh, just being an overall badass, cool person.
1: Oh, well, thank you guys for having me again. It was so much fun.
0: Absolutely. All right, ghouls, gals, creeps, and mutants. we will talk about horror with you next time.